We're back. Welcome to Last Guys Off the Bench, the reboot. Josh, he's not here today, man. We got Juan with us. Juan's in the house. What's good, Juan? What's up, Darcy? How you doing? What's happening? We're doing a little coast-to-coast action, you know? Yo. Uh, We're going to talk some NBA trades. Definitely going to dive into some Sixers action. I guess we have to talk Spurs because Juan's a Spurs fan. Unfortunately. Uh, We're going to skip over the Wizards. Sorry, Josh. And uh, let's get it cracking. We don't want to talk some Beal? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I can't believe uh, (laughs) his, his... Oh, man, how, why are people saying like they got snubbed in the All Star game and like just why do people care? Why are people after that? I think they only care because the players care. I mean, I used to think that the fans cared more than the players, but like ah, dude. Bradley Beal Bradley has Beal, no like, intention released, of making the playoffs, but he Bradley has to Beal be at All Star weekend. Release some press or his girlfriend like text like tweeted something. Hold on, I'm about to pull it up. Like his girlfriend tweeted something out about him not making the All Star game. Oh my god. Did you see Devin Booker is replacing Dame Lillard? So now he can I, stop. I did see that Devin Booker's finally gonna get in. And you know what? Like I'm glad he personally didn't, you know, feel it like like he was snubbed, but I feel there's a little disrespect for DeMar DeRozan, you know? That guy was putting up Michael Jordan numbers. Yeah, we definitely no one cared. N- n- yeah, nobody cares. You're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Beal's fiance. Uh, and agent slam NBA all-star game snub and the direct quote this is from the USA Today you know a really reputable magazine they call it a newspaper but oh his fiance is his agent no 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 it's I think oh oh oh. (laughs) you meant his fiance and his agent yeah they slam NBA (laughs) all-star game snub fiance called Beal's all-star snub a joke stats don't lie you know he has 28 points a game that is a lot but no defense man like man, no matter what, a team's gonna score hundred points. Like <laughs> someone's gotta put up twenty-eight. Speaking of snubs, I mean, my man, Matisse Thibel, getting snubbed in the Rising Stars game. Oh, what a dude. crime. I know everybody's really upset about that. I mean, he's a defensive menace right now, but uh <laughs> you know, no one no one's looking for defense in the rising yeah, stars challenge. Solvents is terrible. Yeah, right? Like and it <laughs> his agent released some uh I haven't looked at it in a while, but it was like uh, calling out the assistant coaches. I don't remember if it was about the Sixers co- assistant coaches or if it was about the all-star assistant coaches who voted for it. Um, but it, oh. he like highlight, I don't know if you've seen this, he like highlighted, <laughs> he like in caps said assistance, but uh, ASS was in caps. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we all know how assistance. important that Rising Stars challenge is. Yeah, man. You got Jackson Hayes, oh, you know. His oh, highlight reel bullshit. is three steals a game. Like, that's his highlights. <laughs> Every game. <laughs> three steals. Yeah. Don't hate on my boy. I mean, McConnell's better, but it's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, defense is important, but <laughs> what else does he do? <laughs> Dude, he does. He's good he, for he's, a steal. He's got some good threes going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many point. minutes does he play a game? Mm, let's see. Matisse. I mean, he's a good 200 pounds, 6'5", good stats, you know. Bill, Jay Billis is probably talking <laughs> about his wingspan. Uh, minutes per game. Where you at? Where you at? I'm going to go under 15. 20. 20 minutes oh, a game. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Started 10 games. That's, like, sad. <laughs> really sad, I'm, man. Really sad. For the Sixers or for him? <laughs> for the Sixers, man. Our gotta- bench is, uh, is so – Man, it's so trash. It's so inconsistent. We were just talking right before. Well, about I mean, they, they just Alec. made some big moves, no? <laughs> Let's yeah, talk I about mean, those trades. <laughs> I mean, that's so of all the trades that occurred, 
It wasn't the Clint Capella. It wasn't the Andre Drummond, right? It wasn't the Andrew Wiggins and D'Angelo Russell. The real trade, the most important trade that took place was us getting Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson III, bringing him back into the process. Yeah, so we're going to start over. Uh, process is restarting. We're trading B, <laughs> trading Simmons. Um, you know, everybody's clamoring for it, so we might as well just give in, and that's why we brought Glenn back. Don't yeah. run Glenn. I think Glenn Robinson the first. He's gonna he's gonna come back too, or is it or is it Junior? <laughs> Get Who's the whole the, family. The big dog, right? Was his nickname Big Dog? Dude, I don't know. The guy who played for the Bucks. He played for the Spurs. Yeah, he did, but uh, he was like he was on one of the championship teams. Of course, like didn't do anything, but uh, yeah, he was trash. I mean, okay, so on this Spurs team might actually make a difference, right? Because I mean, the Spurs yeah. are the Spurs are lagging, bro. Spurs are lagging. What's going on, those... man? Nah, I don't want to talk about that yet. Let's. <laughs> Let's talk trades. <laughs> Yo, I was uh, okay. So I don't think D'Angelo Russell is that good, right? I just like, I thought he was just, good at Ohio State. Uh, yeah. I thought like I thought he had some moments, but like, my man doesn't get to the free throw line. Although he's getting there a little more often now, he like needs the ball at all times. Doesn't play off the ball at all. And he's like not somebody that you want to be paying thirty million dollars to. I mean, I, what's interesting though is the Nets were pretty good with him. Like, I mean, you know, as the number one, like he kind of showed you what he is as a number one, right? He developed into a pretty good ball dominant yeah, yeah. player. 42 wins but and 40 I was gonna losses. Say, yeah, yeah, like eight, eight seed. <laughs> the seven seed in the East. <laughs> <laughs> as in like, if he's your number one, you're good enough to make it in the weaker conference, basically. You know what? Um, you know what's going to happen is like uh, six years from now, he's going to be coming off the bench for someone playing 23 minutes and he's going to be cooking. He's, that's gonna be like his, he's gonna he's gonna be cooking, man. He'll be Whoa. cooking because he'll just second team microwave Johnson, Vinny Johnson, or we could do a microwave you know, Russell, little uh, 2010 Goran Dragic, you know, <laughs> backing oh, up Steve Nash. <laughs> but okay, what's interesting? What I didn't understand with this trade, right? So Wiggins goes to uh, the Warriors, and then the Timberwolves get the uh, D'Angelo Russell. Were there any picks involved? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, the Wiggins uh, or the Warriors got a first-round pick, a top three protected. Oh, okay. for yeah, next which year. is like kind of a. I think it's a. Oh, and then it converts to unprotected if it if it is top yeah, yeah. three. Um, but one that really says a lot about Andrew Wiggins's value. Bro, <laughs> like, it really we does. We have to we have to send you an un, basically unprotected pick yeah. so you can take on this contract. No, but it's at crazy. the same time, like my thought is, DeAndre Russell is just. Andrew Wiggins with a better PR man like no for sure I mean no that's, that's so accurate like Andrew Wiggins he's a bomb man like I mean, uh I, every time I watch this um I mean I haven't seen him play for the Warriors yet but there's Timberwolves games he was just like you forget he's playing and then all of a sudden he does like some crazy play and you're like oh he was on the court this whole time like you had just I just had no idea he's no, just out there exactly. floating around He's just so inefficient, dude. Like, if this is the '90s, you know, I think he could he could find a formidable career. <laughs> like, a little Jerry Stackhouse, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, like, I, I can see that. You just can't be this inefficient anymore. Yeah. Well, he's you know? definitely like, upset he wasn't on the All Star team. I saw him, you know, submit oh, really? a press. No. <laughs> 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 he was so pissed. You know, he was like, "Yeah, I was so <laughs> can't believe I'm not on this team." You know. I deserve to be there. <laughs> yeah, I had 20 points a game. Yeah. <laughs> on 30 shots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and you know, okay. So the Warriors also got a, a second round pick that same year. I don't know why oh they they were like, you know what, twenty twenty one, we're gonna be a playoff team because we got Towns and Russell. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, they'll be barely fighting for the eight seed. I think. 
I think right next the year this time they're gonna say <laughs> they're gonna somebody's gonna want out and one of them is gonna be like arguing about whatever. Well, people are still, you know, this I don't know where this like came out, but like apparently they're still gonna go for Booker, try to get that trio that they've been wanting for like eight yeah. years since they were in high school. Like the they've been wanting to put loser trio. Uh, <laughs> Bro, let's, like, put the, what? let's put the three guys who can't lead their team to a win. Also, let's uh, and of course it says a lot about them. Let's like go to Minnesota. Let's go play for the Timberwolves. Right. Right. They're not. <laughs> like, there's no. They're not there's like, no let's legitimate team. Yeah. Let's, not, let's. Yeah. We're not. Let's not go to Miami. Let's just go to Minnesota. You know. Nah, <laughs> Carl's already there. He but says like, that you don't have to go outside that often. It's fine. It's not as bad as you think. Yeah. Vice versa, it's like no team that already has a decently formidable roster is like you know what we'll build around these three guys. Yeah. <laughs> Even the Suns are are like you know what we rather lose with Booker than have to pay all three of them. And that's got their own problems, man. They were like, you know what? We could have kept Russell or we could get Kyrie and then we have to get DeAndre Jordan. All right, cool. We're going to sign DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> I mean, at least at least the contract wasn't bad. I guess. They're paying him $10 million for nothing. I mean. That man's in, washed. In 2020, like, $10 million is not too bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a few of that. <laughs> All right, <Thank> so wait. <laughs> All right, best Timberwolves team. Marbury uh, Garnett years. Yeah, for sure. Or those Fred Hoiberg years, you know what I'm saying? Wally Zerbiak. Garnett Man, was on the I, team too, but I mean, I think the way Wally really led those teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, Bro, dude. Marbury was in a wasn't Sam Cassell on those teams? Sam Cassell was the, on that 04 team. Yeah, yeah, dude. Sam Cassell, like the, Spreewell. The one year they made the playoffs with KG, had dude, they for almost, 10 years. It, yeah, toe to toe with the Lakers for Western Conference Finals, man. Oh, that was the the Lakers. I was yeah, they traded Jack the next year. That so was like the Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Kobe Bryant. Super team. Jack, original yeah. super team. What they should, well, okay, what the Lakers, let's just keep going back for it. You know, keep going back this way. The Lakers should have never traded Eddie Jones and Nick Van Exel. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I mean, they should have traded away Shaq what? and Kobe to give those guys some minutes. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Nick Van Exel, dude. That guy. Nick, what? Nick the Quick. I knew it. Nick Van Exel, I think, was also on that 205 Spurs team, dude. <laughs> everyone, really? just, everyone had a spot on that team. Everyone just Brent Barry, Nick Van Exel, Tony Parker, yeah, <laughs> Glenn and Robinson, Stephen Jackson probably just hopped in. Oh, Glenn Robinson was on that team. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Glenn Robinson, that was his last year. I'm telling you, dude, he played he played the last two weeks of the season with the Spurs and then sat on the bench for a chip. Amazing. Good for him. One of the trades, man. Let's talk this heat trade because everyone's calling this a move to actually put them in contention. That's some bullshit. I'll be honest, yeah, That's I'm not buying bullshit. it either, dude. <laughs> no, Andre, Andre's washed, man. Bro, so my biggest takeaway from this trade is that Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill are the ultimate trade sellers. <laughs> it's like you're once you're like this close to getting a deal done. It's like screw it, we'll throw in Solomon Hill in there. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Jay Crowder has gotten traded like the last like four years, man. <laughs> It's just like that guy shoots like twenty eight percent from three. He's and just good enough reason, to throw into a trade, you know. Exactly, ultimate trade sweetener. Mm-hmm. Ultimate trade sweetener. Just like you know what, Solomon Hill. Make... I don't think is any sort of sweetener. I think his salary <laughs> just helped because I don't. I don't know what the hell you're talking about there. All right, but Jay Crowder, you got to give me that one. It's like you know what, like we'll throw in Jay Crowder, and for whatever reason, every team thinks that they can make it work. It's like, <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, we'll give him some minutes, you know. He was doing good for the Grizzlies. He was a veteran presence, you know. I, I'm guessing they're just saying that because Andre didn't show up and Jay Crowder did because he didn't really have a choice. <laughs> that was the only difference. Jay Crowder was like, I got to pay for, yeah. I gotta, uh, play for my money. But the most important piece they got back that we need, to, and it was a three-team trade, so they ended up getting Gorgie Dang. 
You know, that's Bro. the piece right there. I mean, the four points, who, three rebounds. Thinking? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what were they thinking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was nasty in 2K18, you know. Bro, that would have been the big three. That been, yeah, yeah. Russell, Dang. Booker, and and Towns. <laughs> and Dang. Yeah, Dang, of course. He's the oh, – sorry, big four. He's like uh, – they're at a table that only has three chairs, but he's like – he's standing behind them, just standing, like watching them eat. He's holding on to his <laughs> drink, just like, so what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, but they did. All right, the Grizzlies did get Justice Winslow, though. Like, I mean, I think that that guy, he's gonna be a formidable player, right? He's been injured all year. He's played like like ten games, but I mean, he's okay. I think that in the long run, he'll have probably like an Andre Iguodala esque career post Sixers. Like, not including when Iguodala was a beast on the Sixers. He was a beast. We always said if he was the third best player, you'd win a chip, and you know, twenty fifteen. There you go. There you go. But I think that it wasn't that great of a move for the Heat. What everyone's saying is that all they're trying to do is they're trying to create caps, uh, cap space to make room so that they can potentially get Greek Freak next year. Yeah, okay. Year. I just, like, but, people always are saying, like, somebody's, like, these people are going to come somewhere. Like, get the hell out of here. Yeah, like, know, what, man. what makes you think that he's going to want – he's probably going to win a championship this year or at least go to the finals, and you think he's going to want to go to – he's going to beat you in five, and then he's going to join you. <laughs> Let's talk about the trade <laughs> that was most surprising to everyone. Where we already talked was... about the Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson. <laughs> we talking about? I want to talk about how the Pistons received a quarter and a like a used sock. What were the Pistons thinking? Like they gave him mean? away for a nickel. Yeah, but yeah, he's gonna he's gonna. Um, they're trying to get in the sweepstakes for whoever's in twenty twenty. You know, they just uh, have to... <laughs> Greek freak, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> um. But he, he was going to opt in next year. I guess they just didn't want to pay him. Was he, though? Like, I think that another team would still get him. You think? For one year, as opposed to the security know, of, like, maybe not a max contract, but he probably would have gotten 100 mil. Yeah, he's following the DeAndre Jordan model. Yeah. He's about to get paid, like, 30 million for one year, and then he's, like, or he's going to go buddy up with Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker. He's, and Devin Booker. Yeah, he's going to be right behind <laughs> Gorgie Dang, just, like, watching them eat. It's like, yeah, man. Obviously, they didn't want him topped in. I think that they really saw it as a lose-lose. Like, lose option number one is he opts in, and now we have to pay him $30 million again. Option number two is he leaves and we get nothing. So I guess instead of getting nothing, let's get a second-round pick and Brandon Knight again. <laughs> they didn't get anything. Yeah, what are you talking about? They didn't get anything. They got John Henson, who, like, made the Muppets, you know. Um, <laughs> and apparently he played in North Carolina and is still in the league. I can't believe he's still playing. Um, classic, classic. Oh, man. Well, that's my point, that, like, the old the Brandon for Knight. trading him back again. Dude, that guy, that <laughs> guy gets, only has horrible memories. <laughs> I mean, Detroit. at one point, he was kind of nasty. Bro, didn't – wasn't he the guy that got insanely posterized by DeAndre Drummond? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's his mem- – No, DeAndre – he just combined them. <laughs> oh, DeAndre Drummond? <laughs> DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he the guy that got, like, destroyed by DeAndre Jordan? That's the only memory of him I have as a <laughs> In uh, my best KOC voice. But Brandon Knight's only 28. Now, yeah, he's one of those <laughs> – he's definitely one of those guys, though, that, like, people talk – were talking about, like, oh, he's still so young, you know? How old is Brandon Knight? Let's he's 28. Start. Yeah, he's, oh, 20, he's, oh, he's 28. Yeah, he's 28, 28. How is that guy 28? Isn't that crazy? He's been in the league for 13 years and yeah. done the same thing. I mean, he's getting no PT, but oh, he's getting 15 minutes. Played oh, 22 decent. minutes a game last year. He's going to get 22 with the Pistons again. 
Well, I mean, the st- real story here is that the trade was trash. Yes, the whole trade, this whole trade was trash. I can't like the Cavs have Andre Drummond and Kevin Love. I, it's such I don't, a weird. Okay. So the Pistons, I guess, were just like trying to get rid of that contract. But what what's in it for the Cavs? <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess they were just like, you know what? <laughs> I guess I mean it's the same concept. It's like we're literally giving nothing for him, so why not? You know. I mean, yeah, he's still he's somebody who like puts up some really big numbers, and um, he's going to be somebody that Garland and Sexton can throw some oops to and kind of get used to playing with somebody they have nothing to lose so and there wasn't anything it's not like they're going to use the cap space right. you know um, i mean but do you think the Cavs are also expecting him to opt in i don't think yeah i think they probably are and what are they going to do they're just going to run it back with caleb and Andre Drummond? they got to trade kevin love this summer yeah but i think at this point it's going to be the same problem they're going to trade him for a second round pick and brandon knight <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that's rough that's rough, man. I don't know. I we'll mean, see what happens. Okay, wait. Think, okay, so who could – I mean, yeah, Kevin loves a tough match now, man, because he doesn't play any defense. He has to be your four. He's not big enough to be your five. Um, but he does I shoot. Mean, I mean, he shoots the ball. He can be your five against the Rockets. <laughs> yeah, with Covington at the five, man, he's formidable. <laughs> oh, okay, wait, wait. Let's, let, let's be real right now, all right? Every Sixers fan, everyone I know, Nobody wanted to like Covington. He's, he got benched, man. He didn't play in the playoffs. He couldn't. He couldn't. My man always missed the shots that mattered. He was so hot for like that? before he signed that big contract. He was um, he was crazy. His numbers were wild. He was shooting like contract crazy. Year. Contract. And then year, he man. got in the middle of the year. They gave him an extension for four years, for like whatever, eighty million. Did, okay, refresh my memory because I know we had talked about it, but at that point, you already hated the extension, didn't you? immediately i was like no i don't like this guy he doesn't make it anytime i watched him i don't know how he ends up making 35 percent, whatever his numbers are for three from three like 35 to 40 percent of his threes like i i don't know how he does that because every time i watch he just bricks them he reminds me of tobias harris right now on the six he makes them in the first quarter and just misses them the rest of the way fourth quarter type game fourth quarter take a seat (laughs) yeah take a seat I mean, my man could not. I, I, you didn't want him on the court, and he looked like. And when we played the Celtics in the playoffs, that one, whatever year that was, three years ago, he was shell shocked, man. The question is though, like, it's not that the Rockets is like a system, like they don't have a system necessarily where players thrive, but they do have a system where everyone's allowed to let it fly. So, I don't know if you know a greater number of threes, especially at the five, like he's going to be open all the time, like if he's going to help them you know i feel it, like tucker is playing the five though or, or he um i, I saw mean i guess it doesn't lineup. matter you know right right i mean he's either at the four or at the five but i think yeah. i saw starting lineup where like the image had him as robert Covington center uh, why are they even saying he's a, like why is anybody there's, that's all guards man this should just be straight g's going across there right like i hate that they have no C's. To, they have to identify someone as a yeah, he ain't a center that's wild I don't know. That cracks me up, man. That I don't. I don't think that's gonna last. Like, I mean, somebody's gonna they, get hurt. Well, the Rockets—they <laughs> just played because immediately what everyone said is like, okay, have fun with Anthony Davis in the playoffs, and then they just played with PJ Tucker at the five and the Rockets. Yeah, but you won, can't do that. That's for four. unsustainable. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't win four games in a playoff series. I don't think that I way. Mean, if Anthony Davis is scoring forty-five on you a night, like every other day, you're done. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I don't know. I mean, they beat somebody else too the other day, but like uh, Westbrook and Harden went off. 
Well, it, I mean, that's the benefit though. It opened up the floor so Westbrook can kind of really attack. Well, that's what they're saying that like they finally opened the game up for Westbrook. The question is, so why is he so I... angry? <laughs> <laughs> that's the question. No, Always. <laughs> no, but I, I kind of had this moment of realization that why like, are his shoulders so big, man? I know. Why is he so disproportional? <laughs> why does he look like a ninja turtle? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Donatello or is that Russell Westbrook? <laughs> yeah. All right, what were we gonna What's say? the difference? <laughs> no, like Cowabunga. <laughs> these Rockets are now like the 2015 Thunder. Like it's just trading of possessions, right? Kevin Durant, you get a possession. Russell Westbrook, you get a possession. Dude, and that's no, what the no. that's what the I Rockets mean, are now. You're, you're it's right. A, James and Harden, it's, it's give a it a shame go. To see like Mike D'Antoni's system be like relegated to that but uh and it speaks to like the power of the superstars man because I, I, billy donovan's doing a hell of a job this year with the thunder they got chris paul running it they got they got good rotations yeah, and they're running they're running the system it's a little unfair to billy donovan because now that he doesn't have to do that through russell westbrook like he's like okay let's let's implement yeah, they're something. like running they're running the stuff that he ran in florida and uh to be fair yeah. though like chris paul and that like that pick and roll game is unmatched I mean, like greatest he's, pick like, and he's roll like so guard. good man so good I mean, I think, imagine if he had Andre Drummond, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they pair up Andre Drummond with Steven Adams. <laughs> oh, man. The twin Towers, you know, bring it back. Oh, bring yeah. it back. Last time that worked, it was Tim Duncan and David Robinson. I mean, Hasn't worked won since. two championships. You know? Yeah, David, nasty Dude. lefty. I mean, at least both of those had a little jumper, you know, a little mid-range. Yeah, they had, they had a good, like, 15 feet. No, but I don't know. I guess it shows that Billy Donovan can coach, but I think D'Antoni has kind of – he said it. He's just like, this is not the way I want to play, but this is the way that's going to win. I guess. I just that's lame. lame. What I what I wonder though is like, how good are these other? Because all the other players on that team have one instruction, and that's to stay on the sides and shoot, shoot a three. Yeah. So like, would PJ Tucker, you know, be decent on another team? Or yeah, he's been decent on other teams. He was yeah, good in the but... Raptors and. He played well for the Suns, even though they were terrible. They didn't do it. I mean, I like PJ Tucker on the Suns. That's fair. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, Robert Covington, great example. Jordan yeah, Bell, dude. what is he going to do? <laughs> well, let's just say Jordan Bell didn't he go to the? He went to the Grizzlies. They shipped him out. Oh, well, he was part of the. Out. He was part of the like. Oh, okay. So they got him, and then they traded him to the Grizzlies. Oh, get this. Oh, on that second trade for this incredible, incredible asset, and this is one that's just been over overlooked. You know, Bruno Caboclo. <laughs> perfect for the rockets all right covington goes to the rockets Clint capella goes to the hawks does anybody That's, care <laughs> uh hawks fans think they're making the chip next year with that okay move. okay just like they were gonna make the eight seed this year right <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good move. Like, I think that's a that's a perfect pairing for a guy like trey young <laughs> he's gonna get some love but i mean if you if you put this into the ESPN uh, trade projector, like it, it probably says like your team minus went, four, <laughs> yeah minus four wins. <laughs> yeah, and you sent out. I don't even know what they sent. Honestly, Evan Turner. I mean, ET, incredible yeah, sixer. That, that's incredible a sixer. trade sweetener right there. That's <laughs> a good trade sweetener. I guess. All right, enough about that trade because I don't think it matters at all. No, no offense, Covington that. or Capella. All right, so I think the last big one that we haven't talked about is uh, the Clippers trade. This battle for Marcus Morris, the great Marcus Morris. Not even the best of the Morris twins, but Okay, somehow, whoa, whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you can't, can you hear me? Google's yeah, hearing you right now. She's pissed. 
Like, yeah, you might want to check the connection right now. All right, just settle down because Marcus. You Morris might want to is... check your take. <laughs> yeah, check your take because Marcus Morris is definitely the best Morris twin. Although that doesn't mean anything because they're both they're both trash. I mean, okay, Marcus Morris is fine. He just ball stops. Have you seen him on the Knicks, man? He's like crazy. Dude, I mean, trying to fight everybody. Trying to fight Embiid the other night. Marcus Morris on the Knicks is the perfect example of someone's got to put up twenty. Like, <laughs> he's uh, the Corey Maggette of the 2020s. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I support that take, actually. I support that take. He's the Just, Mitch Richmond of the 2020s. Yeah. I got this is you. It's like textbook. Someone's got to put 20 on every team. <laughs> Joe, Corey Maggette was the king of that. For like 10 years, he did that. He was on the Clips. Oh he was God. on the Warriors. He was on the what, Bobcats. Dude, I have not heard the name Corey Maggette in so long. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Okay. Anyways, uh, no, the more important part of the trade was Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Well, we're not off this Corey getting thing. Uh, <laughs> Bring it back. Was he on the 05-06 Clippers? Because that team was pretty good. But he was on that team. Yeah, that team was in the playoffs and made, and made some noise, man. Elton Brand, John Livingston. This is when he transitioned from small, uh, from shooting guard to small forward. 17 points a game. <laughs> transition. He, he would Two be assists. a center in today's game, apparently. Two assists. <laughs> To assist, yeah, he didn't pass at all, man. He just like fucking, he was he was just shooting at, uh, that that man was crazy. Okay, wait, who's on the 0405 Clippers, bro? Corey Maggette. <laughs> I mean, most importantly, all right, I got it here. Oh man, I'm just gonna read off this list. Uh, okay, of course, <clears throat> they had Elton Brand. More importantly, they had Kenny Anderson, awesome. Maurice Baker, classic. Rick Brunson out of Temple, Lionel Chalmers out of Xavier, Marco Yarick. Oh my God, he was nasty in 2K. Chris Kamen, yeah. the K Man. Kamen. Kerry Kittles, yeah. um, who I didn't know was on that team, but I had I did see him and Malcolm Brogdon at American University's gym. That was cool. Sean Livingston, Corey Maggette, and then a bunch of people I've never heard of, and Chris Wilcox. Oh, and Quentin Ross. All right, yeah, what are we talking about? So the Clippers win the Marcus Morris sweepstakes, which apparently was, you know, the make or break to who was going to win the championship. Yeah, okay. Why? Okay, wait, the Lakers were going to give up. I don't know if you see like, – I don't know what the actual trade offer was, but it was like Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green. I don't know if it was separate, like one oh. or the other, but you would need both of them to match salary. But, uh, like, dude, what? I, I mean, wouldn't give up either of them for him. I would give up Kuzma straight up. But whoever, no, because Kuzma's been yeah, he's been playing good. well, but like, all right. But okay, like Kuzma's the guy that you you decided to hold on to, so you're like hoping that he's gonna pan out. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, he hasn't been that good, but you know what? He's still young. He's still young. Like oh, he yeah. pan out, dude. Like he's he's only twenty three. <laughs> Brandon Ingram, he's nineteen. He's still nineteen, like four yeah, years dude. later. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> he's the benjamin brandon, button of the nba brandon ingram is that guy but, that you but somehow ben simmons is compared to him and it's like nah it doesn't matter that he's 19 jason tatum the joke for so long was just like he's only 20 like, yeah he's only 20 jason he's still Tatum's only 20, 20. <laughs> he's yeah. been 20 for three brandon years. Knight, he's only 28 man <laughs> all right, all right. So we get marcus morris which was basically the idea was like it honestly i think it turned out to be more so it's not let's get Marcus Morris. It's let's make sure the other team doesn't get Marcus mm. Morris, which I'm cool okay. with that. 
I get it, but you know, he's I mean, like they gave on, up a lot, but like, these teams are stacked, but... and a fucking and a first round pick, man. Okay, but Marcus Maurice Harkless and Marcus Morris, like, not that big of a difference. It's just giving up the first round pick that kind of sucks. But again, it's gonna be that pick is gonna be like the twenty seventh pick. So all right, it's I think it's fine. Uh, You're right. I don't. I really don't understand why the Wizards were involved in this trade. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted Jerome Robinson, apparently. Like that's, I guess. Yeah. But then, you know, poor old Isaiah Thomas gets traded again. This guy's been, this guy's been jumping around for the past three years. Dude. It, it sucks, dude. Like I feel bad really for does. that guy. That and so, <laughs> I like the question we have in our notes is spot on, man, because he really did get screwed over. I mean, and like the yeah, Celtics just like we're the they they ran him into the ground like he was like a '91 Toyota Corolla. They were just like <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna run this. We don't have any car payments. Shout out to keep... my 2002 Toyota Corolla sitting in the garage right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my IT. <laughs> Shout out to my IT. And one day your Toyota Corolla is gonna break its hip, and you're gonna yeah. be like, you know what? I'm gonna, it's time I'm gonna to go. go, and it's gonna be in the junkyard. I think that. Uh, the Celtics looked really bad, right? But I think ultimately, I mean, they were smart. They knew they knew he had the injury, and I think they knew like, that they guys... caused. <laughs> well, yeah. I just don't think that's some, fair. Like, okay, every guy wants company to be the negligence guy. here. You know, you think so? Yeah, man, dude. No player is gonna say no to playing thirty-five minutes a game. No, that's what the, that's points. the organization's job to say that. Right, you know but if they're okay, but if he's their best player and they're winning, like, why? What? Okay. Obviously, I was thinking about the injury, not about his points. Yeah. No, no, no. But what I'm what I'm saying is like, at what point do they shut him down? Because okay, so apparently he was injured since like two months before the playoffs or something like that. You know, whenever the Celtics made their run, and if he was if he was good to go, so according to him, like, I don't know how much due diligence the, the team has to do in shutting him down for his sake. You know, he just didn't. Yeah. He broke down a month before they needed him to break down. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I mean, I guess. I well, P's and like, Q's, man. I don't think that they had to necessarily shut him down. It's more so it just looked bad that they traded him while he was injured. I mean, yeah, he was hurt. I Look, mean, the Cavs I, got nothing back, man. That was a terrible trade for them. Oh, for I mean, when they traded for IT and Jake Crowder, <laughs> Jake Crowder, <laughs> Tra- throwing, trade man. sweetener, trade no, sweetener. But he was the ultimate sweetener then. It was like, oh yeah, he's gonna play. Like you know, he didn't do nothing for them. Oh dude, he's our new four. We're gonna pair him up with K Love. <laughs> no, but so do you think it's more on the Celtics or? or yeah, what? man. Yeah, I think so. I I I'll just put on the Celtics. I mean, what are you supposed to do? That's like, like, okay, so Kobe wanted to play 48 minutes in 2012, and of course he tore his Achilles. Like, yeah, why are you playing him all game, every game? Because he wants to? Like, that's like, what? I mean, the question was, were they running him to the ground pre-injury? Or are you post-injury. saying post-injury they should have shut him down? They should have chilled, I think. I think, well, I think what they realized, and this is where I don't think they were wrong, is this isn't a guy that's gonna you know we're not gonna depend on him in the future right they literally knew they were not going to pay him like, he'd yeah, been talking i know, the whole I know year. we're sending him to jake Crowder. <laughs> <laughs> literally the whole year he was like bring that brinks truck and the celtics the whole year were like you're gonna get signed nah, somewhere dude. else yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah bro <laughs> so it's like they knew they had a one-year gap or a one-year title window with yeah. him and if he i don't know i mean yeah. 
I think where public, like where they really got destroyed, where public perception turned was ultimately when his sister passed away. And at that point, I mean, it's also like no one was forcing him, you know, like not to be a dick, but no one was forcing him to play after that game. He chose to play because he thought he was like, you know, my sister would want me to. And then he just threw that in everyone's faces when he got traded. Like, I'm pretty sure Danny Ainge was just like, hey, man, we told you to sit that game out. (laughs) You know who could use Isaiah Thomas? The Sixers. You really think so? Yeah. Maybe. Let's talk about the Sixers. Like they've, they're obviously, you know, they're still, they're still in the middle of the pack in the playoff, uh, in the playoffs. But like they really, they haven't lived up to expectations. You know, that's an understatement. Like you, you've got Embiid and Simmons, two All Stars. You've got a pretty decent coach in Brett Brown. At least that's what everyone kind of assumed that he was being going to be a decent coach. But I guess it's it's clearly not. It's it hasn't been working. And Tobias Harris has been kind of a shit show like that contract does not look good at all so he he doesn't look good at all like i mean what's up what's up with them dude they made a choice in this offseason and i think they did they signed the wrong two people and there are two other people they should have signed reddick and butler right but i don't think that butler was going to resign i think it was probably not i wish they would have kept reddick over horford and i think that money would have been better spent there I think they were just worried about Reddick's age, but it's not like Horford's any younger. So Dude, Horford's 33, didn't... Reddick's 34. Horford, I mean, it makes a lot of sense in terms of what they were talking about with him guarding Giannis and what that might look like in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, but, but it just, like, tightens the floor, man. He's coming off the bench now, so that's probably going to help. But I, I just know. like this idea that, like, oh, you know what? Horford shut down Embiid, so he's going to shut down Giannis. Well, he did. he did good against Giannis in the playoffs. I mean, he did, but... Yeah, but I, I mean, know. it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I don't think they should have signed him. I wasn't happy with the signing when it happened. Um, I thought they were going to trade him. Honestly, over, I don't know what they would have got. Probably right. Brandon Knight, John Henson, and a second round pick. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't worth it at that point. But <laughs> all right. So here's the deal with Horford. In 2009, amazing. Right, great, <laughs> great, 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 great. When he was on the Celtics, he just fit in with the, with their system, man. Brad Stevens is a great coach. He just Brett Brown's amazing. a good coach. Um, like that. <laughs> I mean, that's if if I mean uh, you could say he's good. I mean, the team, the roster's flawed, man. You you got to put that at Al Nelton Brand, and nobody's saying that. That's true. Um, Al Horford, like this fit is tight, man. It's well, a really tough fit. I think that they really messed <laughs> up, right? Because, I mean. You just you have to look at if anything, you know. I'm not saying that you have to model your system after the Rockets, but look what the Rockets did, right? They have a guy who penetrates and who leaves shooters open, so you surround him with shooters. And then the Sixers are like, we have two guys that need to clog the paint and two guys that can't shoot. So what do they decide to do? They decide to give guys who clog the paint or can't shoot. Like Tobias Harris isn't yeah. a knockdown three point shooter. Like he is not, man. He's set up to fail and he looks terrible. Right, and like it's not he, his like, fault. Like he's decent. Like fault. he's a good he, player. He's a decent player. All right, he's a decent player. He he's <laughs> he's not a max contract player. He's not Corey Maggette, but he's not a max. <laughs> he's somewhere between Corey Maggette and max player. Right. Um, but <laughs> one of the middle things, ground is. Yeah, like, and I, I really do like him as a player, but he doesn't fit with this team. And I say that because he well, every time he drives and he gets into the paint, which is his fucking it's his bread and butter, man. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to shoot those little bunnies. He gets triple teamed. 
because everybody's already in the paint. It's a it's a cluster. It's wild, man. How yeah, do you judge? I mean, Ugh. go ahead. It it is because it's the same. Obviously, not to the same level or like exactly the same, but it's a similar game to Ben Simmons, right? Like you gotta you gotta give him a pick, let him drive in, and if the paint's clogged, you know he can't work. Yeah. I mean, he, at least Ben needs the ball in his hands. At least Ben Simmons will drive in and kick it out, right? But yeah. when the guy that's waiting to get the pass is Tobias Harris, yeah. and then he just drives it back in, <laughs> no, he, <laughs> he just he, runs to. He needs the ball in his hands. That's for sure. Like that's, he's just I not mean, a spot up shooter. That's when he, that's when he's best. And uh, yeah, right now that a lot in a lot of ways they are using him as a spot up shooter. He's open late in games like that, and he just bricks them every time. Man, it's just not a shot. Yeah, I just I think that Redick would have been. It was a wise player to invest, even if it was like overvalue. You know, and his contract's money. not that bad. It's like two years for twenty-eight. I mean, we have Horford for four years for a hundred and ten million. That's horrible. That's horrible. He's thirty-three. I don't. It's because there's certain teams that could use that, right? Like, like uh, the Celtics would would still make it work with Horford, right? The but Celtics even they were smart him. enough. Well, they were smart enough. I think you know they need him, but at the same time, I thought the same thing. Like they were smart enough to let him go. They right? were definitely smart enough. You can replace. Like, you can get that at half the value for sure. The Raptors probably would have found a good way to use him or something like that, right? But the Sixers yeah. aren't built to use a guy like Horford. Nah, dude. Yeah, if we he, didn't have Embiid or Simmons, then maybe he's aged gracefully. He's just not in the right system, and neither yeah. is Tobias Harris. It's like players that would excel elsewhere. Yeah. It's tough, man. I mean, I, I, this team is flawed. and I, You're inhibiting your two stars. Like, any, I, you know, the question now is, should they trade Embiid? Should they trade Simmons? No one's saying trade both, right? Like, don't restart. But people are yeah. thinking one or the two has to go. I don't think that's the answer. I think that they can work together. Like, they fit well together. You just don't have the right role players. Yeah. I mean, I'd compare it to a very different, but Westbrook and Durant. Like it can work. You just need the right people around them. Right. 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 Like they Serge, get Serge Ibaka in there. <laughs> yeah. Serge, <laughs> Al Horford, Tobias Harris, uh, maybe DeAndre. And just like, let's, let's do it, man. Glenn Robinson can stay. Um, yeah. I think, I think Kendrick if they, Perkins. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins, bring him back out of uh, whatever he's doing on the jump. Um, which I think he's terrible, man. I can't believe Dude, it. Like, that, that people people love him, TV. and I'm like, he should not be on TV. They just love him because he says he says stupid things, and he's not afraid to go after Kevin Durant. I mean, yeah, I'd love him for that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Draymond Green, Hall of Fame. Right, Josh? Oh, my God. Oh, stop. <laughs> I, but, yeah. I mean, they're they're pretty good. They're Okay, no, they're not pretty good. They're amazing on the ho- at home. So it's not like they don't know how to win. Yeah, but I mean, obviously it's a different beast. But like, why do they suck on the road? Uh, shooting always suffers on the road, right? Oh, so yeah. like the people, people who are yeah, your outside shooting is always gonna always gonna suffer, um, and you have to rely a little more on your half court offense, which both of those things aren't strong for us, anyways. And then when you take it on the road, it's gonna be a little worse. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, Corkmaz is playing a lot better recently, and I think that makes a big difference because he can shoot. You know who we really needed if we were going to trade Redick or get rid of Redick is Shamit. Shamit was the perfect replacement for him. Yeah. Could do a lot of those things. And he played defense, probably handled the ball a little better. Um, not as knockdown, but it would have been good to keep. You know, Josh Richardson's healthy again, so he's going to help. And it's good to have him back. I mean, he's somebody who can defend and shoot a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know, man. 
when you're when you're trying to depend on Josh Richardson. <laughs> like, not that he's bad, but no, he's not somebody know. that you want to be like pinning your, you know, championship hopes on, right? And that's what this team had. So we did some uh, quick research right before this pod, and this, so the Sixers' road record is nine and nineteen. The past ten champs all had records that were far superior to this. Certainly above 500. Yeah, I was going to say far above 500. Like Far just... above 500. A lot of them were, you know, in the 28, 27, 29, and the equivalent to that is 12, 13, 14 losses. Um, and the Sixers already have more losses than that on the road, and I'm sure there's more to come. So I, I, that's a major flaw for them. And they're not going to have home court advantage in the playoffs in any round. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be up, upwards climb for sure. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to – essentially went out to finish with a above 500 record on the road, which is, that's not going to happen. Like, yeah, no, it's not going to work, man. We'll see what happens. We'll see, man. That's, I mean, obviously, it'll be fun to see them play the heat though. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that would be fun. I mean, ultimately like the problem, okay. It would be fun, but ultimately the playoffs are a chess game, you know? Yeah. At that point, it's just what strategy are you going to employ every other game? Wow. And I don't like us against Eric Spolstra. I was going to say, when you're playing a team with a great coach, like that guy's going to, you know, pick out your weaknesses. And then once you cover up for them, he's going to pick out your new weaknesses. Yep. So I don't know about that, you know. All right. Enough, enough sad talk about the Sixers, man. It's just, it's just depressing me. Let's do some sad talk on the Spurs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Sixers, they'll make the, they'll make the playoffs, but we're in the Eastern Conference. So this, you know, not, the bar is not too high here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the top. I mean, yeah, the top, the top six, six are above thirty wins already, so it's it's good. And then in the West, it's the top seven. Um, it's just that eight seed, that that sad little eight seed that we're fighting for. This is the so uh, not to not to date myself, but it's the first time that I'm probably going to see the Spurs not make the playoffs. Yeah, which one is, little tear comes down for me for you. You know, <laughs> one little tear. This world's smallest violin is playing. If yeah. you were Getty, you'd be cooking. <laughs> but I mean, just the, I'm gonna throw this in your face a little bit. So the, the Sixers are 33 and 21. Uh-huh. The Spurs are 23 and 31. So they're they've been under 500 all year. They haven't been above 500 since they were three and three, uh-huh. the very beginning of the season. And their road record is the exact same as the Sixers wow. at nine and 19. <laughs> wow. So. We're both equally as bad on the road, but yeah. at home we were also, you know, still bad. Yeah. Struggling, <laughs> Four, man. Fourteen and twelve. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because they're putting up like offensively, they're pretty decent. They're I think they're they're tenth on offense. Yeah. Um, they're just horrible on defense, and that's never that's that's never happened that's, before. Yeah, that's so surprising. Like, that's the I feel one like, thing uh, Pop cares about. Yeah. I feel like um, I mean I know you got DeRozan and Aldridge, but I think they're they they put the effort forward. Like they're well, not good Aldridge, defenders, but he's a he's a pretty decent defender. Like he's he's a he's not leading the league in blocks or anything, but he's up there. He's among the league leaders. Yeah, you know he protects the paint. But DeRozan, oh my god! Like it's not you're right. It's not for lack of effort, but that guy is horrible. <laughs> yeah, just doesn't have the IQ for it. Yeah, I know, but not, not his wheelhouse. It's cool. Corey McGetty, it wasn't in his. I mean, that's what he, Jamar DeRozan, Corey McGetty, take your pick, you know? You know. <laughs> Someone's yeah. got to get 22 points a game. <laughs> yeah, we'll, com- we'll compare the stats and see what happens, you know? 
I don't know. I mean, I'm disappointed. They're they're five they're five games out from the eight seed, so it's not impossible, but it is an uphill battle. They're uh they're in the middle of the rodeo road trip right now. They're one and five in that. One and five. It's tough. They they have the they had the hardest schedule in January in the league. Yeah. Uh, based on opposing teams' winning percentage, and I think they won four games in January. So that Wait. should tell you how it's going. So how far are they back of the eight seed? They're five games back. Ooh, five games back, and there's like what thirty games left? Less than that, probably. Yeah. yeah. Damn. But I don't know. It's it's interesting because they're no. I mean, like you said, teams struggle on the road. Shooting percentage goes down, but their numbers are identical at home and on the road. Yeah. So if you look at uh, points per game, identical. If you look at you know, attempts, field goal attempts, identical. If you look at field, field goals made, identical. Shooting percentage, identical. Free throw percentage, free throw attempts, three-point percentage, all of that, the numbers are identical. So it's not like That's their crazy. offense is struggling on the road. Like, the numbers are so – they're putting up the same amount of shots and they're making the same amount of shots. Yeah. Like, variance of, like, half, half a shot. But when you look at their wins and losses, there's a 12-point swing, like – when they win, they're winning, they're scoring 120 points per game. And when they're losing, they're scoring 108 points per game. So the yeah. only time they win is when they outscore the opponent, not when they stop the opponent, which yeah. is very rare. I think uh, last year, two years ago, I think it was the year before DeRozan, uh, when they only had Aldridge and Kawhi was being a bitch. <laughs> uh, they basically were winning whenever they were holding teams to under 100 points. So they won 47 games by stopping teams. And now wow. it's just like, can we beat you by scoring yeah. more points? Yeah. Which is yeah, sad. it's not something the Spurs do well. Yeah. That's not, not. That's not their, yeah, that's not their thing. It's just, they, you know, they don't put up those kind of like, they don't put up threes like that. That's not, they, that's not the way they play. They don't. I mean, they're like a. The Bertans, man. Dude, Latvian laser. Don't get me started. Latvian laser. You needed him. I needed him. Yeah. And He'd then, be cooking this year. Screw Marcus Morris because he would have been on the roster if it wasn't for trying to get that dude. Yeah, yeah. What did he end? Up, why did he end up going somewhere else? Because so the Spurs offered him two years, twenty million. Yeah. And then the Knicks last minute because I forgot who they didn't get that they wanted. They offered yeah. him one year, fifteen million, and he took it. I feel like without without talking too much about this because I don't think anyone cares besides me. <laughs> um. I'm, I'm curious as to what you, th- like, I have my thoughts, right? But, you know, I want to hear yours first as to what, like, whether or not, l- let's assume best case scenario, they make the playoffs, they're the eighth seed. Uh, they probably win a game against Los Angeles just because Pop's good enough to s- scheme one game against AD, right? And they they lose in five. Like, that. now what? Like, what do you think they do? They got to trade both those guys, man. You think so? I do think so. There's no reason to keep them. How long are they? Neither of them are free agents, right? They both um, have another year, so or they can opt Aldridge, in or something. Aldridge has another year. Um, DeRozan can opt out and test for agency this year if he wants to, or he can opt in. Uh, DeRozan wants to get paid. Like the re, they say, the re, the Spurs were very interested in uh, extending him, yeah. giving him a contract, but apparently the reason it hasn't happened is because he wants max money, and the Spurs are like. Nah, dude. He's not worth max money for sure. Yeah. He he might be worth Horford money. I'd pay him Horford money. Yeah. Like, you know, 25, 30 million a year. Well, I mean, so it's crazy how much the uh, salary cap has increased because when, when we got Aldridge on that first contract, he got a max contract, four years. Yeah. 
20 million. And then his extension was for 22 million a year. And it was not nowhere near max contract. Like he could have made 30 basically. Yeah. So it was team friendly at 22 million. Yeah. Rosen's making 27. I'd give him 25. Yeah. But I think he's not going to take that. Somebody else will give him the Knicks. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, somebody like that. I mean, Uh, I think. What I've realized, though, is I love watching DeRozan. I think um, I've always been a fan of the mid-range. I think it's just more fun. If Aldridge as the number one was a 47-win team, right? Yeah. And then Aldridge and DeRozan was a 47-win team last year. Yeah, they don't match up well together, I think. So, They're not very complimentary. Well, not, not in this NBA. It looked like they could have been, right? Like, that pick and roll should have worked, but it yeah. really hasn't. I think. Uh, I mean, what's hurting them this year? I haven't watched them too much. What's like the difference between this year and last year? Um, shooting. So you know, Bryn Forbes is having a down year in the three-point line. Patty Mills yeah. is still doing good, but he's just getting older in age. He doesn't have. I can't believe you still have Patty Mills and he's still like kicking man. <laughs> I remember him being on the Blazers and they weren't. He didn't get any minutes, man. He didn't. He didn't. It's crazy. Signed with the Spurs and all of a sudden just went off. Yeah, I mean, so, he was nasty in college. I think. Uh, it took a long time for them to find the rotations, though. Like, Marco's not putting up good numbers, so he's kind of mm. lost his spot. Yeah, he put on a little weight. You think so? <laughs> I, was, I was watching the other day. I was like, oh, what's going on there? He's got a little, got a little wine gut. So, it, it, it's interesting. I think they should let DeRozan walk. Like, yeah, just like let him go. Yeah. When you have a close-to-all-star caliber player, if you can get him for the right price, you kind of just have to do it because those players don't come along very easily. Yeah. But – Aldridge can still give you 20 points a game without needing the ball every possession, which is, I yeah. think, what makes him really valuable. I think you let DeRozan walk. You, you know you're still a 45-win team with Aldridge. Yeah. And it gives, it gives a, your young players room to grow because DeJounte Murray, is, he's doing really well. He's nasty. They just and He's only going to be better next year, man, because a, a an extra year removed from that surgery. I know, and they've been yeah. kind of uh, holding him off. He was on the minutes restriction for like the first half of the season. Now he's yeah. not. He's not playing more than twenty-five a game anyway. Like Derek White mm-hmm. might end up, you know, also panning out. So yeah, Derek White's nasty. I think he has the potential to be better than Murray, but he's not better than Murray right now. So well, offensively, I would agree with that. Defensively, Murray's a beast, man. Murray is a beast, but Derek. And the difference is. The difference in offense is huge. The difference in defense is minimal. I'm rooting for the Grizzlies, but uh, <laughs> but fuck off. You know, Spurs Spurs can be the nine seed if you want. <laughs> All right, you got to submit your opinion now. You've seen John Morant for half a season. You've seen Zion for five games. Zion's way better. <laughs> There's like no question. Like uh, Zion's like I I watch the I like build my week around when the Pelicans are going to be on TV, man. Yeah, but. I mean, I okay. So I haven't seen since his first two games, to be honest. But he's like, is crushing he still it. Shooting well, like uh, he shoots okay. His passing is amazing. That's it, dude. I saw him like maybe three times with Duke. I didn't watch all the Duke games. Yeah, I didn't realize he could pass that well, dude. His vision is out of this world. That was the uh, sex of my brother during his first game, and like he hadn't scored yet, like mm-hmm. in the first like two quarters, or <laughs> maybe he scored once. And my brother's like, ah, oh, what's going on here? I was like, dude, his passing's incredible. It's like it vision's amazing. He knows exactly when the double's coming, when to kick it out. He knows when he should attack. He knows like he knows where to find people, man. It's I didn't realize gift. he had that core vision, dude. Me That's either. Crazy. Yeah. He's nasty. I mean, he's and he, if he can stay healthy, I mean he's a bulldozer. He's like 
Robert Trailer meets Charles Barkley, but can dribble and and like and pass, you know, like it's crazy. He's Derek Coleman, but not on drugs, you know. It's oh my god. All right, all star game format, which you haven't looked at, right? Uh, I know very little of the all star. Nice. All right, great. Okay, so I have an idea to improve this, but first, let me give you the format because it's really dumb, and you're gonna like this. You're not gonna like this, but this is a Jeff Van Gundy idea for sure. (laughs) The first, (laughs) you know, they should do. The first three quarters. This is this is not my idea. This is an actual. This is actually what's going to happen on Sunday. Okay. We watch this game. The first three quarters, it resets at each quarter a score. So it's zero zero at the start of each of those quarters. Whoever wins the quarter gets to donate X amount of money to charity. I forget what the money is, but it goes to the charity of their choosing um, for each player from that team. For the fourth quarter. To honor, they say to honor Kobe, they're going to combine the scores from the first three quarters. So let's say it's 100 to 95, right, after yeah. three quarters. And then they're going to add 24 points to the team who has the highest score after three quarters. So now it's 124, right? Mm-hmm. That's the goal score. Whoever gets to 124 first wins. So – so the like, team who's winning needs to score 24 points. The team that's losing needs to score 24 points plus the difference. So in this case, another five points. Okay. And there is no time, right? So they took away the best part of the all-star game, which is the fourth quarter. <laughs> there is no score keeping for the first three quarters. It's just one quarter at a time. What is happening? What if? Right? What if? Hear me out here. Okay. On Saturday, the day before the actual quote-unquote game, they did King of the Hill, one-on-one, right? And the people – so all of them compete in this, and maybe they play to seven and they have to win. Maybe they play to seven in single elimination. You have to go through a little tournament to see who's King of the Hill. From this – they build the teams for three-on-three. Three. And they do a three-on-three three tournament on Sunday. That'd be dope. That'd be dope, right? I'd be Yeah, three-on-three three tournament. So okay. one, the one-on-one, the king of the hill, nobody's not going to try because you don't want to be embarrassed. Right. Every, you, you, you're going to put effort line, in. It's one time Pride's time. on the line, right? How is a guy, like, Demonis Demond, Sabonis, right? Like He's nasty. Yeah, but he's going to go up against Jason Tatum and King Chili, of the Hill. Chili's going to cross him up. He's going to post him up, man. He's going to body him. <laughs> his passing, you know, he learned it from his father. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good format, though. I'd be down to watch that. That'd be cool, right? Like we a three-on-three have... three tournament would be sick. I think uh, – so I get the idea of, like, playing to a number, but if you're going to add up the quarters, why do you not – why aren't we keeping score the whole yeah. time? It's I like, don't I don't know. That's a great question. Like, you can still add up the scores throughout and still know who scored more per quarter, you yeah. know? No, that's wild. Oh, okay. So they, they give away so X amount of money then to like if you win the all star game, you get like two hundred thousand as a player. And if you lose you get a hundred. With the three on three tournament, what you could do is give most of that money to the winning team or maybe the second place team. And then everybody else gets like fifty K. 
So you're so, talking like the top four people, a team of four might get like close to a million dollars. Right. But what you're saying though, is how do they decide the, 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 the players like, or the I don't team, know, man. Right? Is it, is, uh, is it the first four, the top four in the King of the Hill? And then you just kind of like, go from there. So teams of four, so for three on three. They, they, get to, they get to pick or they're the team that's together? Either way. Because like, okay, let's just say that the last team is Sabonis. Uh, Booker. Because he's in now, man. He was snubbed, but he's in. Not Bonus, Beal, though. Not Booker, Beal. Booker, Lowry. Trash. <laughs> Trash. And Chris, Middleton, like, and Chris, no, Middleton. Chris Middleton's nasty. A team would be okay. sick. Bro, against LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi, and everyone's Luka. got a root for an underdog, man. <laughs> that team would be trying so hard. Yo, Booker imagine, would be falling out. Imagine the betting odds if, like, they did a uh, like if you could put on. Dude, you got You got to think at least it's plus five hundred for that team. <laughs> so to win to win the tournament, yeah, man, okay. I'm rooting for them. You take those odds. I'm Trae taking Sabonis. Yeah, Trey Young can sit his ass down. Sabonis was the last guy to get picked. Yeah. Uh, that must that must feel good. <laughs> I, I I forgot they were even doing that. I was like, what's going? on? <laughs> everyone everyone complained that like they didn't say who got drafted in what order last year. Apparently. Yeah. I, I, mean, I just forgot I they were doing it at all. I think that they've been trying to change this up for a really long time. And this is going to be a bad attempt at that. They'll realize yeah. that. And then we'll get a new change next year. So we'll see what that looks like. Also, everyone. Yeah, just play the game too, though. Come on, man. Just like. Just you know, okay. Game. So I think most people disagree with this take. Um, because the longest time, baseball's Ulster game decided home court in the finals. Oh, yeah. That was dumb. I loved it. Because they, dude, those players tried their. You got somebody. You got somebody on the Rockies who just like doesn't give a fuck because he's not gonna. (laughs) (laughs) Right, like nowhere near it. Okay, let's look at how many title contenders are are in this. Are on okay, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luca, James Harden, Damian Lillard, not so much. Ben Simmons, Jokic, Tatum, Westbrook, Embiid, Siakam, Booker. <laughs> Chris Middleton, bam. Like what I'm saying is that most yeah. of these players, like a good two thirds of these players, have legit title hopes. You know? Yeah. So I think if you put home court advantage on the line, you're gonna get a really good game. I mean, and okay. The coaches, the coaches Listen, are gonna care too. I'm down for it just for the sake of like making the game interesting because I think it's a crime that like people aren't trying and you know like. Like, that should be that should be enough pride for you to put some effort into it. But yeah. all right, next week I'm gonna give you my uh, updated playoff format because it's complicated, but it's gonna work. I'm into I it. it. All I need is one 30 minute pitch with Adam Silver, and I guarantee right. you to change the playoff Dude, format. Let's let's talk draft and playoffs and and some of this mid season tournament I'm hearing. Well, we, little, we should we should draft up some stuff. A little sneak peek to next week. Yeah, sneak peek. All right, on that note, knowing the All-Star game is going to come up, we'll give our take on what that looked like afterwards and talk about a want playoff format moving forward and maybe what the draft could look like. I mean, revolutionary. All right, keep an eye out for that pod. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, And remember, folks, if you want a trade to get done, just throw in Jay Crowder. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye.